Hi, my name is Michael, and today I'll be making a podcast about Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Oh, here, I'll read you the blurb. Being a kid can really stink, and no one knows better than Greg Heffley, who finds himself thrust into high school, where undersized weaklings share the hallway with kids who are taller, meaner, and already shaving. Luckily, Greg has, and his best friend and sidekick Rowley. But when Rowley's popularity starts to rise, it kicks off a chain of events that will test their friendship in hilarious fashion. I like the book Dare of Wimpy Kid because it is really good because it's entertaining and it's long, so it won't take you too quick to read, and it has good comics and everything, and it's quite funny. Here, I'll read you a few pages. First of all, let me get something straight. This is a journal, not a diary. I know what it says on the cover, but when Mum went out to buy this thing, I specifically told her to get on that didn't say diary on it. Great. All I need for, is for some jerk to catch me Kang's book and get the wrong idea. The other thing I want to clear out right away is that this was Mum's idea, not mine. But if she thinks I'm going to write down my feelings here, in here or whatever, she's crazy. So just don't expect me to be all dear diary this and dear diary that. The only reason I agreed to do this at all is because I figure on later when I'm rich and famous, I'll have better things to do than answer people's stupid questions all day long. So this book is going to come in handy. Like I said, I'll be famous one day, but for now I'm stuck in a high school with a bunch of morons. Yet, let me just say for the record, I think high school is the dumbest idea ever invented. You get kids like me who haven't hit their growth spurt yet, mixed with these gorillas who need to shave twice a day. But then I wonder, and then they wonder why bullying is such a big problem. It was up, if it was up to me, grade levels would be based on height, not age. But then again, I guess that would still mean kids like Chirag Gupta would still be in first grade. Today is the first day of school, and right now we're just waiting around for the teacher to hurry up and finish the seating chart. So I figured I might as well write in this book to pass the time. By the way, let me give you some good advice. On the first day of school, you got to be real careful where you sit. You walk into the classroom, you just plonk your stuff down in your desk. The next thing you know, the teacher is saying, I hope you like where you're sitting because these are your permanent seats. So in this class, I got stuck with Chris Horsley in front of me and Lionel James in back of me. Jason Bill came in late. I almost sat to my right, but luckily I stopped that from happening at the last second. Is this seat taken? Yes, yes. Next period, I should just sit in the middle of a bunch of hot girls as soon as I step into the room, but I guess if I do that, it just proves you didn't learn anything from last year. Greg, will you please pass this note to Shelley? Why, certainly. <laughs> and it shows a note. It says Greg is a dork, and he's just going to pass it anyway. Man, I don't know what's up with these girls today. these days. It used to be a whole lot simpler back in primary school. The deal was, if you were the fastest runner in your class, you got all the girls. And by fifth grade, fastest runner was Ronnie McCoy. Nowadays, it's a lot more complicated. 
Now it's about the kind of clothes you wear, how rich you are, or if you have a cute butt or whatever. And and kids like Roni McCoy are scratching their heads wondering what the heck happened. The most popular boy in my grade is Bruce Anderson. The thing that really stinks is that I always have been into girls, but like Bruce, I've only come around it in the last couple of years. I remember how Bruce used to act back in primary school. He used to say, girls are stinky poos, and the other boys would say, yeah. And I'd say, I don't think they're girls are stinky poos. Of course, now I don't get any credit for sticking with the girls all this time. Like I said, Bruce is my popular kid in our grade, so that leaves all the rest of us guys trembling for other spots. The best I can figure is that I'm somewhere around 52nd or 53rd, most popular this year. But the good news is that I'm about to move one spot, up one spot, because Charles Davis is above me and he's getting his braces next week. I try to explain all this popularity stuff to my friend Rowley, who is hovering right around the 150 mark, by the way, and I think it just goes one ear and out the other with him. Today we had five... Today we had PE, so the first thing I did when I went outside to Russell Court to see if the cheese was still there, and sure enough it was. That piece of the cheese has been sitting on the asphalt steps since last spring. I guess it must have dropped out on a sandwich or something after a couple of days. The cheese started to getting all mouldy and nasty, and nobody could play basketball on the court where the cheese was, even though that was the only court that had hope with the net. One day, this kid named Darren Wolf touched the cheese with his finger. That's what started this thing called the cheese touch. Basically, like the cooties. But if you get the cheese touch, it's stuck with it until you pass it on to someone else. The only way to protect yourself from the cheese touch is to cross your fingers. But it's not that easy to remember to keep your fingers crossed at every moment of the day. I ended up taping my together so to stay crossed all the time. I got Dean Handrain writing, but it was totally worth it. This one kid named Abe Hall got the cheese touch in April. Nobody would even come near him for the rest of the year. This summer, Abe moved away to California and took the cheese touch with him. I just hope someone doesn't start the cheese touch up again, because I don't need that kind of stress in my life anymore. Thursday. I'm having a seriously hard time getting used to the fact that the summer is over. I have to get out of bed every morning to go to school. My summer did not exactly get off a great start thanks to my older brother, Roderick. A couple of days into the summer holidays, Roderick woke me up in the middle of the night and he told me I'd slept through the whole summer, but that I luckily woke up just in time for the first day of school. You might think I was pretty dumb falling for that one. Roderick was... But Roderick was dressed up in his school clothes and he set my alarm clock ahead to make it look like it was the morning. Plus, he closed my curtains. I couldn't see it was still dark outside. After Roderick picked me up, I just got dressed and went downstairs to make myself some breakfast like I do every morning on a school day. But I guess I must have made a pretty big racket because the next thing I knew, Dad was, cause the next thing I knew, Dad was downstairs yelling me for eating Cheerios at 3 o'clock in the morning. It took me a minute to figure out what the heck was going on. After I did, I, I told Dad that Roderick had played a trick on me, and he was the one that he, he should be yelling at. Dad walked down to the basement to chew Roderick out. 
and I tagged along. I couldn't wait to see Roderick to see what was coming to him. But Roderick covered up his tracks really pretty good. And to this day, I'm sure Dad thinks I've got a screw loose or something. And that's where I'll end the reading the book. As you can see, it's pretty long. That was only 12 well, that was only 12 pages, and a lot of those pages were just the start. A lot of those pages were just the writing at the start. But, yeah. I like, also, I like this book because it's funny and entertaining, and it's kind of a book that you really don't want to put down. Okay, goodbye. That's it for now. And I will maybe make another podcast.